This is an SJC Radio production. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition smart bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. This is Pit Stop with Mr. Bird on SJC Radio. Uh, welcome to uh, episode seven of series three of Pit Stop. Um, first of all, we've got to say um, well done to Joe, Max, and Tom for keeping the show on the road. <laughs> well, for, for your half term special, I, I listened yeah. to it. Well, Ed and I, 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 I do, you, do you have issues, Ed? I had big issues with, with my computer laptop, basically. Yeah, I don't know what went on there. But you know what's interesting? I'm sure isn't it much harder to talk when you're not talking to someone? Yeah, yeah. It's very. You have to be by yourself, otherwise it's a bit weird because often people around you aren't in the same conversation. But, but, but what I'm saying is, if you're talking to nobody, mm-hmm. it's quite difficult to keep going. It is weird. Very Whereas, weird. I, I tell you what, you both did very well. I thought Tom, I think, showed his experience because he seemed he seemed to speak very naturally. And he would have recorded that by himself, I'm sure. But he's had a lot of experience, hasn't he? Of yeah, very well. Of, of sort of on national radio. Yeah, yeah. and I, I think his experience sort of um, shone, shone through there a bit. So um, that was really, really good. Um, we're going to start off with um, news. Some sad news, actually. This is from the MotoGP from Mugello. Yeah. And that was the death of Jason Dupasquier in Moto3 qualifying. Um, he was only 19. Um, so it's all obviously very, very uh, tragic. Um, the one thing I would say is I'm surprised we don't have more deaths because um, if you think about the number of times that a driver ends up, the number of crashes we have, particularly in Moto and the limited amount of padding there, you saw how Quattararo. Chess guard just came off, yes. didn't it? And, he, and then it was flapping around. I'm so not just, sure what happened there. What Did happened? It... Um, I think his zip came undone. Oh right. And the chess pad flapping oh, around. Oh, and hence he unzipped fully and then threw it out. Yeah. That was interesting. Yeah, I, I'm surprised when you consider the number of crashes where riders end up in the middle of the track. Mm. Um, and the, the, it's the one thing you can't legislate for. There's nothing the authorities can do to make it any safer. Because if a driver's if a driver's on the track and he gets hit by another bike. It's going to be fatal. It always is. I'm just amazed we don't have more deaths. 
Um, That's down to the skill of the, of the riders, isn't it? It is. And experience. Yeah. But I also think Moto3, I mean, I think the last death in MotoGP was a, was a Moto3 rider as well. Because Moto3 riders, they, they do run unbelievably closely together and often in very big packs. So well, it's they're no, all trying to prove themselves, aren't they? Well, they are. So. Yeah, so it's no surprise. I mean, if you saw the MotoGP, the Moto3 race uh, at Catalonia, I mean, they were the race, they were crazy. So you know, it was it was very tragic. I, I don't think it will be the last death in, in MotoGP because, as I said, there's nothing you can do to le- legislate against a driver being in the mi- a rider being in the middle of the road. There's nothing you can, you can do about that. Um, any Formula One news? Yes, sad news as well. Well, not not as not sad. Yeah. Not as sad. Okay. Obviously, um, the Singapore Grand Prix has been cancelled. <coughs> so it's, it's down to COVID um, and how the uh, the infrastructure around that just wouldn't work I don't think I'll be surprised if any of those end of season flyaways happen personally mm. so I, I suspect that's going to be the first of many cancellations I suspect well the Australia's already been postponed hasn't it has so, it yeah well, it's was down that, to the end it was meant to start the calendar wasn't it oh yeah oh, oh, is that been, no not any further is, is no, that due October to the end of the year now the Australian race uh, yeah so I yeah. think it's second to last before Abu Dhabi I, I, I think I, it's I, I, be December it November time and is that is that Melbourne yeah, yeah, I think yeah. those okay. Australia, Jeddah. Right. Uh, I can guarantee you, if it's in Melbourne, it's not going to happen. There's no way it's going to happen. If you, if you're familiar with the goings on in Melbourne over the last year, I can guarantee Sky you. Sky News Australia. Yeah, if you watch Sky News Australia, I can guarantee you uh, that ain't that ain't going to happen. Right. Um, any more news before we move on? I don't think so. Right. So race reports, obviously, quite a bit to talk about because we got two weekends in effect to talk about. I'm going to talk very briefly about um, probably the world's biggest motor race, joint equal with Le Mans. It was the Indy 500 weekend before last. Um, won by Elio Castro Neves, who, was, who is 46. Really? Yeah, yeah. Uh, and that was his fourth Indy win. It was also the fastest ever Indy 500. So it goes to show, um, if you're in your 40s, you can still win... Uh, on four wheels, it's not the same with on two wheels. A wheel for each decade, yeah. <laughs> well, if if you're if you look at Valentino Rossi, who I think is, I think he's early forties. Yeah, he is. he is struggling in MotoGP. So on four wheels, if you're in your forties, you can do it. Two wheels, uh, it's 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 not really possible. Um, right, I'm gonna let's move on before I talk about MotoGP. Let's go to Formula One. Wow. Your ratings and your explanations. Oh. Let's go with let's go with Ed first. My rating, I'm going to give out of five, four and a half. Oh, okay. I felt it was a very very good race, very entertaining the whole way through. Lots of action, not even overtaking, but some big crashes as well. Well, there was lots of overtaking as well. As yeah, yeah, yeah. it's very it's eventful sick. weekend. As usual, I watched the six minute highlights on <laughs> YouTube. Wasn't long enough, I'd have for six minutes. Well, it, it was uh, turbo speed. Well, what impressed me, um, they had there were overtakes. There were non-DRS overtakes. Oh yeah. Because when does DRS kick in? After which is it? Is it... It's a um, home straight. Yeah, but and there's also a back straight but, after. Yeah. But, but how many laps into the race does it kick in? Three. 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 On YouTube highlights, they show people overtaking in in the first couple of laps along that main straight. Slipstream along that front straight. I have, yeah, I've got a point here. My suggestion is this. For Baku, get rid of DRS. You don't need it. Yeah, yeah you cool. don't. You see, I mean, one, you know, every time I play the F1 game, 
toys with me and perk like someone just behind me you're always just to the line trying to get they always always take so they got slipped through yeah. and even even in the f1 game yeah. so no drs yeah, make Baku it a lot more interesting baku doesn't need but CLS. even even so checo perez managed to hold back I, I suppose we'll come on to this later on but checo perez managed to hold back lewis hamilton yeah, uh, laps, and he was within DR. Uh, it was much DR quicker range. in the sector two, so he could get the gap. Much right. more downforce to the Red Bull, which typically it always has done. Joe, let's go over to you. So four and a half stars from Ed. I'm normally very harsh, but I love the race. It had everything, literally everything. We had a Mercedes slipping through the order with Bottas. So he, 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 dropped, he dropped down the order. Yeah. And why was that? It wasn't he, up there to begin with, really. Well, he was P. He got into Q3. He was P10. Right. And then he just came back down, overtaken by both Alfa Romeos on pace, really? without DRS as well. That's good. Um, yeah, Alfa Romeo got points. It was it was just an just a really eventful race with the red flags, uh, Sebastian Vettel you... podium, Pierre yes. Gasly podium, wow. Checo Perez second win, first win in the Red Bull. For all these reasons and many more, I'm going to give it five stars. Five stars, very good. How many red flags were there? Four. Four, four in qualifying. Oh, four in qualifying, which was amazing. <laughs> yeah, I was watching it at my brother's cricket match, and I was like, can I borrow your iPad just for like 15 minutes? That's all it's got left. Every minute, red, flag, red flags. Really? Yeah. It, 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 it overran by about well. half an hour. It made also jumbled up the order of it because people were trying to get in extra their last laps, yeah. and then obviously with the crash at the end with... Sunoda and Sainz. That keeps yeah. on happening. We um, need to do something. They ended up on I quite liked it. It jumbled up the order. Yeah, yeah I like it, but now that's two races in a row. They, they, um, the restart, was it a one-lap race? Two, two, laps. two laps. It just seemed odd having a, uh, a restart from a from a standing start. It just seemed a bit odd. I really liked it. There was so much action for that P3. Uh, Vettel got away decently, as did Checo Perez. Obviously, Hamilton. We haven't talked about that. Locked up going into quite, turn one. Quite, yeah. well, he was ahead as well. Yeah, he was, he was leading. And I guess that probably that wouldn't have happened had it been a rolling start, I suspect. No. Possibly. You wouldn't have to get your tires. I watched it on, um, I had to watch the highlights because mine didn't record and I was out oh, shopping. Oh, which is really, really <laughs> annoying. Like, I was furious yeah. because someone took it off recording so my brother could get the um, cricket. Which, oh, which is not, not talking about. Oh dear. Um, <laughs> and I'm going to try and find a recording until I close my eyes so I don't see anything. Yeah. And I see uh, this this uh, round five uh, or six comes from uh, Baku. Our winner this year oh, yeah, is Battery Bottas. So I'm, which was actually last year, but right. it must have been a mistake. Right. So I'm there watching it, red flag, two laps to go, Valtteri Bottas in like P13. I'm going, how is he going to do this? <laughs> Very good. Um, Max, your star rating? 4.5. Because you're, you're, you're only seeing the highlights, haven't you? So. Well, I'm mean, in favour of how long. So. Okay, okay. So, um, 4.5. 4.5, thank you. Excellent. Wait until Max wins the championship. Then that yeah. Is. Oh, I see. Right. Right. Uh, well, I mean, Max is still leading the championship. Red Bull is still leading yeah, the championship. So how, how big is Verstappen's... Oh, no, because he, he, so he, he retired. None of them score points, which has made it even more wow. Was there an issue with tyres, yeah, yes. Lance Stroll and Max Verstappen. So I think it was when they were going down the home straight, yeah. uh, when probably the tyres were under the most exertion. Yeah. And both left rears are just um, punctured. That's Pirelli's had they, had they gone a bit too far on those? No, it's no. actually Pirelli's fault because the lack of downforce on the F1 cars this year, they've had to change the way the compound is made um, to like, try and get more grip and everything. 
All right. But um, it seems to not have worked. They uh, also, I think from Friday practice, they changed the um, tyre pressure. So I don't uh, know if that had an impact. Yeah, well. by one PSI. That, and a lot of the drivers were complaining about the left rear as well. Uh, so. they, what, during qualifying they were complaining about? In the race. Oh, in the race. Just because of the wear and they're getting slipped. Right, very good. So, um, obviously a very eventful uh, Grand Prix. It was also, uh, it's been a very eventful time uh, in MotoGP. I'm just going to run through the results. We've had two races since our last episode. We had Mugello, that was one by. Would you believe it? When we're doing the predictions, Max, for Mugello, Joe said... Quattro is going to win, and I said there is no way. I know, no way. And guess who won? Because it's a Ducati circuit. Yeah. I could not believe it. <laughs> oh, I felt so foolish. Um, he absolutely. It was a good race, but he, he did dominate. And actually, my concern after Mugello was, I was thinking Quattro is going to win every single race this season. Quattro on the Yamaha look unbeatable going into Catalonia. In fact, throughout the practice, throughout qualifying. Neil Hodson, the commentator, was saying there is no way that Quattro is not going to win this race. Really? So he was an absolute shoo-in to win. And who, do you know who won the race? It was, it was Miguel Oliveira on the KTM. Yeah. Nobody, nobody saw that coming at all. Um, and in fact, Quattro didn't even finish on the podium. Really? So what I've done here, I've decided, I've, I've just jotted down some things about MotoGP. What we've learned from MotoGP from the last two races. Number one, uh, Honda is the worst bike. I've already said Mark Marquez will not win a race this year. He definitely won't win a race. Although the next race is at the Sashen Ring. Marquez has won every race at the Sashen Ring that, that he's competed in. But I still don't think he'll win on that Honda. Um, Alex Rins, uh, in Mugello, he crashed. That was his third crash in a row. Yeah. And Neil Hodgson said it's going to be very interesting when Rins gets to Catalonia because he can't afford a fourth crash in the row. What happened to Rins at Catalonia? He crashed. He did. When did he crash? Last lap. No, no. Second half. Not during the race. Qualifying. Not during qualifying. Practice. Not during practice. Formation lap. Not during, no. He crashed. Or on the so, return lap into the no, podium. No, this is somebody who's under pressure. He has to finish the next race. He has to finish at Catalonia. On, I think it was Thursday, he's touring around the circuit on his bike, yeah. and he's on his phone. He's oh. looking at his phone on his bike, and he runs into a back of uh, a vehicle. And was he okay? He was fine, but he, he got a slight injury. So he, he's one of these idiots. He was on his phone whilst on his bike and didn't see a station we car in front of him. So he injured himself there. So um, Rins, I mean, that's unbelievable, really. Quattararo is beatable. I thought he wasn't, but he clearly is. Uh, we've also KTM are very good, so with things now predicting these MotoGPs is going to be much more difficult because KTM and KTM are now in the mix. Uh, Mia, who was I kind of fancied Mia for a podium, possibly for a win in, in Catalonia, he's used to qualifying. He just he just can't qualify high. I think his best qualifying has been ninth. He just, I think the issue is with the bike. He said the bike hasn't really been developed from last year. Moving away from Moto GP to Moto Two, Alex Lowe's. Is it Alex Lowe's? Uh, I normally get the number. Or Sam? Well, it's one of the two. One of them. I'm going to say Alex Lowe's. It's probably no, it's Sam Lowe's. It is Sam Lowe's. Uh, Sam Lowe's. After the first two rounds, will probably dominate Moto Two. He ain't going to win that. Remy Garden's going to win the Moto Two Championship. Uh, Remy Garden's also been signed up by the Tech to KTM team next year. The other thing I learned from Catalonia 
was, I've said this earlier, Moto3 riders are insane. I would strongly recommend, if you can, watching the Catalonia Moto3 race. If, if you thought Baku was eventful, you ain't seen nothing till you watch the Moto3 from <laughs> Catalonia. They are crazy. Right, now we're going to move on to the, ah, yes, the, the, the table. Ah, the table. Right, we'll do it in reverse order. Um, Ed, you had quite a good weekend because uh, you scored. Well, no, no, you, no. You had an okay weekend. You you scored ten points. Yeah. I think I made a mistake here. Hold on. You won one hundred and five, and one hundred fifteen. That you you scored sort of you scored twenty points. You had a pretty decent weekend. Oh, you got okay, one hundred twenty-five. Yeah, yeah, that's pretty good. So, in fact, you're now. I guess it's second equal with me. I only scored 10 points. Um, so we're both 125. Uh, Max, you scored 20 points because you had Perez in the top three. You also had Miller as well in the top three. You got 20 points. You're on to 140. Joe, um, you scored 20 points because you got Perez in the top three and you got Miller. Uh, I didn't count your other MotoGP predictions because I only got them yesterday evening. Okay. I think to get predictions a day after the event. Oh, that's I it. don't think. Okay, we, yeah. don't count them. I, I actually didn't Google it. I, I I'll show you what I went. That's for. right. I so, went for Zarko and Mir. I'm not sure how close. Uh, was. Zarko was second, so he oh, would have okay. scored another. In fact, you would have scored 25 points because you would have got him in the right position as well. Yeah. No, I so, didn't. summarize. First place, Joe, 195. Second place, Max, 140. Third equal, uh, myself and Ed on 125. Um. I think that probably wraps up the first half. New predictions at the end. Of... Well, there, there isn't anything to predict actually, because oh, there's right. not a lot going on <laughs> this weekend. So uh, we'll be back after the break with uh, there'll be questions from Max, Joe's fact of the week, Ed's who am I, and so on. So we'll see you in a couple of minutes. <laughs> Welcome back. Um, going to start off with Tom's pit stop pilgrimage. Uh, Joe, can you remind us of last week's clue? Yeah, so the clue was, this week we are racing, planting, sleeping, flying and putting. To Morocco grid do I out. Duke after Duke, mapping, fighting, accounting and photographing. Can you work out where we are this week? Simple. I mean, I did give this some thought the other day, and, and I couldn't. But I'm going to have a guess at the answer. Mm -hmm. I'm going to say Makaresh. Am I right? No. Okay. Can you give us the answer? But I can see why, because it's the two Morocco grids. Well, it's, it's the Morocco thing, you see. Yeah. Well, there's a, there's a, there's a uh, touring Wait. car race in, in Makaresh. Right. What was the answer there? Uh, I looked into it. Yeah. <laughs> I had no idea. Yeah. Goodwood. Is it? We're at Goodwood. Well, okay, now you're gonna to have to go through. We are. You have to go through. He does. I, I would Tom's, never. Tom goes always goes to depth. Right. Here we are. Goodwood Motor Circuit. Oh, hold on, is hold a anagram for two grid Morocco. Do I? Well, it's the Morocco thing, which of course. Hold on. What was the previous venue? The previous location? Because of course Paris. it. Paris. It was. Of course, because we can go back towards Britain, can't we? we? Can. I was thinking we're going further away from 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 Britain, but we can go back to Britain. Right, okay. So Goodwood Motor Circuit is an anagram from Two Grid Morocco Do I Out. That's the Morocco thing, which yeah. that, that got me. Yeah. Uh, Goodwood has a racetrack. It does. A farm, so there we are, seeding. Hotel, aerodrome, and golf course. 
Thus, racing, planting, sleeping, Hold on. flying, racing, putting. planting the farm, putting with the golf, sleeping oh. with the hotel, and flying with the uh, aerodrome. Didn't know there's a hotel at Goodwood. I didn't know that. I do know also that there's a Rolls Royce factory. Is very, in very close. Yeah, it's I, I, I had a guided tour of the Rolls Royce factory a few years ago because one of our parents. Uh, had quite a senior position in Rolls Royce, and I got a guided tour of the factory. It was very nice. good. So the motorsport relevance is the obviously is the racetrack. Yeah, Duke after Duke, because that's the Richmond's Dukes yes. that own the racetrack yeah. since 1697. Yeah, uh, mapping. The third Duke to own it founded the Royal Ordnance Survey mapping, right. which has done all of Britain. It's, if you do D of E, that's the OS maps yeah. we use. When, it, when you it say maps all of Britain to an inch to a mile, we're talking about the owner of the estate, aren't of we? Of the estate yes. which set up yeah. Ordnance Survey. That's wow. Okay, there, there's still more to come. There's more to come. Yeah, yeah. I'll go for a bit quicker. Yeah, the accounting. Tenth uh, Duke was a fellow of the Chartered Accountants, and he, he accounted everything for the race course. Yeah. Because obviously there's a race course there as well. Yeah, of course, there is. Goodwood, of course, there is. Yes. Very big one. Yeah. Uh, fighting the fifth Duke to own it uh, was ADC. To Wellington um, in the Battle of Waterloo. I don't know what that means. Perhaps you should have found that out. I, I, ah. don't, I don't know either. Uh, he contracted polio in the South African War, which left him wheelchair bound. And the Ninth Duke was in the RAF during World War Two, and he turned West Hampton Airfield into a Goodwood circuit ah. after the war. Ah, well, that's that's the motor racing uh, sort of relevance, really. Of course, it's it's the venue of the Goodwood Festival Festival of Speed, yes. which I know Ed, you've been to, you you've been there, haven't you? Yeah, I've been twice going this year as well. Very good. And we did ask Goodwood if they'd like to come on the show, but we didn't get a response. Ah. So if anyone from Goodwood is listening and would like to come on, get in touch with Tom with. SJC oh, Radio perhaps, at stjohnscollege.co.uk. Perhaps I won't go to the Festival of Speed if they can't be bothered to come on our show. I don't think they can be bothered to go to their festival. Well, right, I'm let's... not cancelling my tickets. <laughs> well, well, as a protest, I won't book one. Right, but I still might. Right, we're going to hear next week's clip for this week. Absolutely. Gosh, well, well done. Yeah. Yeah. Right. This week, we are visiting the location where the ASA ritual is performed. Down under the reign of the Queen and the sixth biggest in the world. A pair once raced around, now lived in. The budget is covering you to take a pretend flight this week. You'll be flying on a plane for 22 hours ah. to get here over a distance of two, uh, one, sorry, 10,555 miles. No expense fare. Well, well, I'm, I'm thinking like you, Max. I'm thinking Australia. Down I'm thinking Australia straight away. I think this is one that we can probably work out. Um, I will give... Uh, Give that a go uh, during the week. Right, Max, I think it's over to you. Max, you got some quiz questions? Yes. I Good. Do, I do. That's, okay. Okay. Well, what, what's the subject? F1. <laughs> yeah, okay, a bit more. Okay. 86. Oh, blimey. Okay, right. Okay. Which Iron Curtain country hosted a Grand Prix for the first time in 1986. I'm not going to answer this. I'll leave it to Joe to answer. Oh, I think it was Hungary, wasn't it? It was. And it was, Max. And I can give you some extra information. I can give you the one-two on that. First was Nelson Piquet. Second was Ayrton Senna. Um, right, here goes... You, you've had plenty of time here to... Here goes to the pra- pronunciation. Oh, dear. We, we, uh, Hello, dear Angeles. Uh, okay. Elio de Angelis. Elio de Angelis <laughs> was tragically killed in a testing accident. Um, in 1986, on which circuit? Circuit Paul Ricard. Well done. Le Castellet. Who was... took his place of a Brabham team? 
Oh, that's a really good question. Uh, who replaced? Now, I do know that in 86, Warwick was one of the drivers anyway. Yeah. So he was there already. Mm. Or maybe he wasn't there. Maybe he maybe. wasn't there. Hold on. No, no. Because the, the drivers must have been Patrese and DeAngelis. DeAngelis is killed. Warwick is without a drive because Ayrton Senna not allowing him to, to, to be in the, um, the, the, Renault, the, the Lotus team. It must be Derek Warwick. Right which lead designer left for McLaren team during the 86 season? Um, left for McLaren in the 86 season? Yeah. Uh, I, I'm not going to be able to get this. Hold on. Um, can you give me the initial? I'm not going to be able to get this, I don't think. Give me the initial. JB. JB. No, give me the answer to that. John Barnard. Oh, John Barnard. Of course, John Barnard. What, what, what team did he move to? Well, he went to a Ferrari. Well done. Oh dear, oh dear. Right. Whose Formula One career ended after he suffered serious injuries in a rally accident in 1986, in which his co-driver was killed? That's interesting. Um, 86, Formula One driver who did rallying. Okay, I'm going to say it wasn't Mark Shearer, was it? It was. It was Mark Shearer. Okay, Max, let me stop there. Uh, who won the 86 <laughs> Constructors' Championship? Well, it's got... Oh, it's got to be Williams. It's it got, is. It's got to be. No, no, that's oh, it. It's trendy team. Oh, for goodness sake. Oh, Berger claim his famous first win in in, in in Mexico, it was Benetton. Congratulations. That was, that, that's it. No, no, no. Oh, that was no. the next question, Mexico. Right, I got the next question right as well. Very good. Right, phew. Uh, I did pretty well there. Let's move on. I think we're over to... Ed, are we with you? Yeah. Okay. We are. So we're over to... Who am I? You're Is Mr. Bird. I am. Thank you. Sorry, a bit of humour there. I'll insert some laughter on the edit. Don't worry, Max. <laughs> right, okay. So we got ten questions. Who's going to go first? Um, I, I, okay, yeah. I, I better say something, otherwise we got, you know, dead Who are you? <laughs> First question is this. Are you alive? Uh, yeah. Right, that's always a good one to Do start. Do you race in Formula One? No. Have you raced oh, in Formula One? That's yes. Okay, so he's a retired Formula One driver. Do you want to ask what continent? No, no, well, I, I, I'm going to ask this question. Are you still racing today? No. Did we? Okay, let's have that question. I've got seven left. Uh, are you from Europe? Yeah. A European, a retired... Are you a world champion? Well, hold on, hold on. He was a Formula One driver. Yeah. Is that he's right? He's retired. He's retired. Actually, did he retire? He must have if he's... Was he a world champion? Yes. Right, we haven't had that one already, have we? A world champion. Oh, a, a retired Formula One world champion. Is he alive? Wait, have we asked? We've, we've asked that. That's the first question. That right, yes. okay. He is alive. He's still alive. Is he European? Yes. Right, so I'm thinking of, okay, I'm not asking Ed this. But As, th let, we, we, let, we've, got, we've got Nico Rosberg. We've got, yeah, we've got Keke Rosberg. Yeah. Um, it could be, okay, here's a question. Did you race for Williams? Uh, I think I did. Right, I, it's looking like Keke Rosberg, isn't it? Um, world champion for, for Alan Prosto was a foot. Alan Prosto. Do you want to ask what era? Ask what era well, hold on, but they're both. In the, did you race in the 1980s? Uh, no. Oh, that rules out Prost and Rosberg. Oh, that's interesting. We've got three questions left. It's a retired Formula One driver who must. Did you race in the 90s? Yeah. Right. Okay. 1990s European Formula One driver Could was it a world be champion. The Schumacher. Well, hold on. I feel. Well, hold on, don't ask that question. <laughs> hold on. It could be, though, couldn't it? So he also raced in the 2000s. He did, didn't he? Yeah. So did Jensen Button. Oh, no, did we ask that question? We didn't race in the 80s. We did, did we no, ask the question? 
After, did you race in the 2000s? Uh, no. So he, he retired in the 90s. He can't be shooting. Hold on, he retired in the 90s. So he's only in there for less than a decade. His, his, but, uh, for, the what? main part of his career was in the 90s. Right. The main, he, he was a world, let's go through the 90s world champions. We have got Damon Hill. Oh. Is it Damon Hill? Yes. Nicely Got that on the last question. Blimey. Damon Afrin's It's funny, because when, when you said European, I did think about British drivers. I was thinking about Italians, Germans, I was Austrians. trying to get as many people who oh, it could be. Blimey, that was difficult. Nicely done. Well done, um, sir. Joe, are you ready with your fact of the week? Always ready, sir. Good, that's always good. That's always ready. good. Good to hear. My yeah. fact of the week. In 1991, on, Brazilian Grand Prix. Hold on, I remember the 91 Brazilian Grand Prix. Okay. I do remember it, yes. Well, he won. I think it was. Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? Was it? It was. I think it was a wet race. race. And, and yep. Yeah, and the funny thing was, he won the Grand Brazilian Grand Prix in 1991 with no third, fourth, or fifth. He year. had to hold it, didn't he? Yeah. Really? And then he couldn't lift, uh, really? Mm-hmm. I didn't know that. I know it's very wet. So Ayrton Senna won the 1991 Brazilian Grand Prix with no third, fourth, or fifth gear. No third, fourth. Was that from the start or? I imagine probably he yes. had to hold, no, I think yeah. it was the last kind of 10 laps because he had to hold the gear. Yeah. And then when he actually got up on the podium to hold it up, he wasn't, it, wasn't he physically shattered that Yeah, yeah and he did couldn't hold to, up the trophy. And, but also, did he have problems getting out of the car yeah. afterwards? Oh, yes. The girl, yeah, the, well, that's very good. Okay, in terms of this weekend, I mean, when I say there's not a lot on, there's, there's no Formula One, there's no MotoGP, unfortunately. Um, there are some events. There's the... There's an event in Detroit. It's the IMSA IndyCar doubleheader uh, from Detroit. It's a street circuit. It's on an island, actually. Um, what's the name of the river? I the name of the river that runs through Detroit. Well, is it the river? Can we, can we look that up? What's yeah. the name of the river that goes through Detroit and sort of Michigan? It might be the river Michigan. I might be, I'm not a geography teacher, so... Um, teacher. Find that out whilst I'm talking. But it's the... the, the the circuit. What, what? The appropriately named Detroit River. Is it? Yeah. Okay, there we go. So <laughs> you did say Michigan River. Okay. It's called the Detroit River. Okay. Um, the there's an island in the Detroit River called the called the called Belle Isle, and the street circuits on the island. It's a really really good racetrack. They're racing Indy cars there this weekend, but also IMSA. I really like the IMSA. So I recommend if you, for your motorsport fix this weekend, tune in to on the internet to IMSA TV Live. Now, gosh, is Detroit on the eastern side or western side of the states? I'm not sure. It might it's be on. It's in the That's north, but it, timing-wise, it depends on. I think it yeah. might be the east. Might be the eastern I would, side. I guess and say east. I've got a feeling the race is going to be on the, on Saturday evening. I think the IndyCars might be on the Sunday, so I would tune in uh, IMSA TV live Saturday evening because IMSA the racing is fantastic. That's be a really good race. It's also the second round of the World Endurance Championship. It's an eight-hour race at Portimao. I don't think that's something to get particularly excited about. The only thing, the main point of interest with that is that the Glickenhaus hypercar is making its debut, and that's a really nice-looking sports car. Uh, I've got a feeling it won't be particularly competitive. I've got a feeling it won't finish the race either, but but that is uh, of interest. There's nothing else going on this weekend. Joe, can I ask you a question? Red Bull yes. have been on their Instagram a lot about um, your favourite person, Sergio Perez, like his car? Yes. Do you know Do you know what that is? I can. Do you, like he's got some Honda special car. In oh, his own personal car. No, no, like he's doing a special race. I thought. 
Oh yes, I think I think it's part of the DTM series. Right. And it's oh yes. Customised his own livery, and I believe he's racing in it this weekend. What? So Sergio Perez is going to race in DTM. I think so this weekend. Well, of course, we, because Campbell. there's the Red Bull team, isn't there? And the AlphaTauri team. Yeah, I'm not sure what he's been racing for. But he's created his own livery for this but, weekend. But is he actually racing that car? I or think is so. it just his... No, I think he is look, Sorry, look how many sponsors there are. Right, forget about the sponsors, oh, Max. Sponsors. I'll edit it out, Max. Should we complain right. about keeping... The Max is showing us a rather nice picture of a... What's the car? Uh, I'm not sure. Is that, a, is, that, for it, is, it. is it a Honda? It's called Red Bull Homes. Well, no, no, no. We, no, the, the model. Yeah, I know, know, but I don't it's know. It's an NSX. Oh, it's a Honda NSX. It's in Red Bull car. It's a nice looking car. It's a Red Bull car. Uh, it looks really, really good. That no, would be Honda. Um, yeah. You think Perez is going to race that? Or I think he is. Okay, well, I okay. don't know what. I'll tell you what. I'll tell you what. Report back next week. Tell us whether Perez uh, competed in uh, that race. Um, now we, we actually got. We're going to have a dedication here, so we're going to end the show as usual uh, with uh, the Colt and She Sells Sanctuary. We're de- dedicating it this week to Will. Uh, in year nine, whose birthday it is on Saturday. Uh, Will tells me that he's he's our number one listener. I'm not sure what that means, but he told me that that he's our number one listener. And uh, I asked him what his favourite song was. He didn't know. So um, we're going to play She Sells Sanctuary. So I hope you enjoy it, Will. Have a hope good you birthday. Enjoyed the episode. Hope you enjoyed your birthday. Absolutely. Yeah. I think that just about wraps it up uh, for this week. Please tune in next week. Until then, it's goodbye from me. Goodbye from Ed. Goodbye from Joe. Goodbye from Max. This was an SJC Radio production written and presented by Mr Bird, Joe, Ed and Max. The editor was Mr Bird and it was produced by Tom Russell. Thank you for listening to this episode of Pit Stop with Mr Bird. There's a few new things I want to make you aware of. We've got a new website, which you can find by going online to shows.acast.com forward slash pitstop, where you can also find links to our Twitter and uh, on the about page, more information about the hosts as well. We're also on lots more platforms in addition to where you're listening to us now. So we're now on Spotify, Google Podcasts, iTunes, Apple Podcasts and Amazon Music and lots more, as well as tune in like we've been on since we started so head over to those platforms to subscribe on the most convenient one for you and find all our back catalogue of episodes to listen to again as well